0: Welcome to Tales from Baja. We are in Valle de Guadalupe today, and uh, we're at um, not only, I would say, our favorite winery in Mexico, but our favorite winery period, uh, Adobe Guadalupe, and uh, we are here with uh, the legendary True Miller. How are you, True?
1: I'm very well, thank you, and thank you for coming.
0: Oh, gosh, it's, it's we are so excited. Um, we've been talking about this for the past week, week and a half since we scheduled the uh, the interview here, and um, we're really excited to be here.
2: Yeah, Welcome. Long time coming. We've been long-time fans. So, um, yep, this is y- our, and I, I believe this will be our 10th episode. This is I think our, so,
0: 10th or 11th. T- I 10th
2: or 11th episode. So wow. the good thing is, is that... Uh, even though you know we've taken some time, we've been, tr- we've been trying to coordinate this. The good thing is, is that we're pros now.
0: <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, we've had,
2: but <laughs> we've had nine episodes under our belt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> yeah, is yeah. Very, very, you know, very nice to hear because it makes me feel like, wow, these people really know what they're doing.
0: Well, you know, when when we decided to uh, ha- start Tales from Baja, we wrote down a list of different places that we wanted to and people and that people we wanted that to, we wanted to, to interview and you were at you're, the top of the list the so we're so excited to be here to um, to be chatting with you about I'm yourself honored. Oh. i'm
1: honored thank you
0: well wow, this is great and uh, so we're sitting here and we have this wonderful wine in front of us and i hear that it won uh it quite won, an award
1: last year it won um gold in brussels
0: Wow. And what's it's the name a, it's of the It's a wine? rosado.
1: It's a, um, a, a rosé. Okay. And um, I have to think of the name because... Uh, <laughs> 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 but we only have one rosé, so it's yeah. easy.
2: It's yeah. beautiful. It has an incredible color. The
1: color is beautiful, isn't it? The color it? is incredible. Yes.
2: It has a beautiful it does finish. Have... Yes. It has a really great finish. Sometimes some of the rosés, especially some of the ones that I've had in the past, are are very dry, almost too dry. And this mm. one is... Uh, dry, uh, but in a very—it's um, uh, 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 almost like a very. Uh, f- f- I wish I could. Could I say something as such as, it's dry but well rounded.
1: Like yeah, I think that's very nice what you're saying. Okay. And um, you know we have a wonderful uh, winemaker. His mm-hmm. name is Daniel Lohnberg. He's from Chile, mm. and um, he does a fabulous job. And. We also have a very, very, very good agronomer. And this is what you need. People don't talk about the agronomers very much because it's always, who is your winemaker? But you know, it's like a chef. If you don't have good ingredients, Mm -hmm. um, you cannot make what you really would like to prepare. And so um, I always knew that I needed three people I don't like to have very much directors outside who I have to call for every little thing. Right. Mm-hmm. But I need three people. I need myself, because mm-hmm. I want to be the boss. I'd love to be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> and um, a, um, an agronomer who takes care of the grapes. So we have the best grapes we can offer to the winemaker, right? Mm-hmm. So we have these three people, and we vote on ev- everything. And because we have three... There's always an outcome immediately, yeah. uh, and so this is how we run this place, mm. and um, that's why we win the awards, and that's why the people like our wines. And I think we're a little bit different than everybody else, because we're not pushing as much. Um, it's more like you know how you like to come here, and you said to me we'd like to come. I liked it better. I like that better than going to a different place. And here we are. You have to see us. And this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I'm doing it more in the way that I really like to live. And um, the people that I work with, these two people, uh, know that so well. Mm -hmm. We have um, quite a few people. We have 63 employees, Mm -hmm. but these are the the three people that get together at least every other day. Mm -hmm. And um, come up with the decisions, and then from there, it goes everywhere around. So it works really well. Yeah.
0: Yeah, When did you um, come to Valle de Guadalupe and... Start building this beautiful uh, winery.
1: Thank you. Um, We came here about 22 years ago. Oh, my goodness. And um, there were, I think, four or five wineries here. Mm. Uh, Nobody lived in the wineries. We now, of course, we're close to 300, somebody told me yesterday. (laughs) Wow. Um, Whoa. Wow. And uh, it just is growing like crazy, obviously. And uh, we just... Uh, felt that we had to be here, and
2: mm-hmm. uh, I'm still here.
0: <laughs> here we are.
2: <laughs> and now I'm here with you, so yeah. it's very good. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Did the time go by fast?
1: Yes. Yes. I sell the wine. I'm just I'm the salesperson. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't really feel like a salesperson, mm-hmm. so I feel more like if, if, like now you said, you like the wine. I don't really have to go overboard and say... Um, Go on and on and on. It's more like you look at it, you see it, you smell it, you taste it, and you like it. Um, so it's you know when you have maybe other uh, winemakers or other people that they just talk about their wine so much that you, you get so confused and
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um, so I'm doing it a little bit differently, a little bit mm-hmm. um, a little bit simpler, quite
2: unconventional. Frankly. You know, I'm really happy to hear that because I I'm a sales person myself. And I've been in sales for 15, over 15 years. And I always tell people that it's about a style. And, and everybody has a different style. Everybody really does. And you can't say, okay, you have to be super aggressive. Or some people are very aggressive. Some people, um, like you know yourself, which is an approach that I really admire. I like that in myself to see that that can work and that does work and it, it brings a lot of success is really wonderful because not everybody wants to be, like you said, you know, constantly sold, aggressive. And, um, I do appreciate that because that's something similar to, to my style. And it's something I just want to keep, you know, keep working on and, and hopefully get to a point where I, It's, you know, a great success like you have I couldn't do it
1: another way. Um, This really goes with my personality, and and, Mm -hmm. um, it always has, and and I really can't do another. And you do say the same thing. I would feel very strange to always come with exactly the same words and say, you must try this, Mm -hmm. and oh, what do you think, and try it again. And all that stuff just really gets to me. Mm -hmm. Me too, me too.
0: (laughs) So I, I see you out and about, you're, you're in the U.S. Uh, doing events up there and um, in Mexico, obviously. Um, how often are you in the U.S. promoting the line?
1: We're now in November, correct? Mm-hmm. In October, um, I was not here. I, I did four big trips. Mm. Um, long ago I used to be a stewardess and I was thinking, wow. I used to do this when I was 24. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit harder now, but it's pretty much the same amount of flying that I did in one month. But this is usually people when you're in uh, uh, picking the grapes and things like that, people get excited. So they like to actually then speak more about wine and about um, the fruit. So they have their um, festivals and then... Mm-hmm. I, and I, so I talked with a lot of people, and I said, oh, I really don't want to do so many festivals anymore. And uh, But then, you know, when it gets closer, and I go, oh, Santa Fe, New Mexico, the Chili Festival, I really would like to be there. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. You don't Sign me make, up. You don't want to miss out. Right.
0: So one thing that I've seen over maybe the past four or five years, we live in San Diego. Um, you're seeing more and more Mexican wines being served in restaurants, Yes. When you opened up your winery, I mean, were there any Mexican wines being served in in the U.S. and and how is that progress of of getting more Mexican wines uh, to the the U.S. market?
1: I always saw that Elicheto, uh, which is a huge winery, mm-hmm. um, even in my uh, in my little store in the Netherlands, they have mm. Um well. They're all over. They're all over the place. Well, they're inexpensive. It, it's it's a good wine for the money, and um, so it's very easy for people to buy it. Um, then I think Montecchino started early uh, mm-hmm. to export, and um, Santo Tomas did too. Mm-hmm. Um, those those three really started. Uh, they were already outside Mexico when I came here, and then. Um, I really wanted to, I I thought the wines were so good, so I really wanted to, especially my friends in Orange County where I had lived a long time, I wanted them to try this wine so badly. And so I just really started with friends, and then uh, before you know it, there's a distributor. Wow, I don't Mm -hmm. have to do anything anymore. The distributor will do it. And so then um, I started that a little bit in the United States, and then immediately Mexico City, Los Cabos, Cozumel, everybody Mm -hmm. just comes, you know, yeah. yeah. So it, it it just it was pretty easy actually. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
2: was that at the uh, did you start with the grapes? Well, first of all, were there grapes on the property when you when you purchased no. it? Okay, mm. so you didn't. When I
1: bought the, the property, there was one watermelon, and that was it. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> A big one.
2: <laughs> You're kidding. Yes. Oh my mm-hmm. god! Uh, that was my first question. Was you know yeah. what was the land like when you yeah. came? Yes. And yeah. you had, why did you choose? Well, well first of all, how, how long did, were you on the market? How long did it take you to find the property?
1: <laughs> it took me about um, a day, wow. oh, one day. Wow! Mm. Because I saw it and I thought this is it. Wow! And uh, it was it was very interesting. And you no, know, somebody told me it was for sale. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's not like I went right. knocking on doors. <laughs> and uh, and it was more like, and this is for sale, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Oh, but I want that. And mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it all kind of just happened. Wow. Then. Uh, and it was so a little bit strange because um, th- nobody was buying at that time, really. Mm-hmm. So when I called the owner and I said, you know, I'm very interested in, 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 in buying um, that land, um, he said, that's good. And, and I said, well, how much would you like for it? And he told me. And I said, can I come on Saturday with cash? And like, I didn't realize that that was not very, very normal. <laughs> and he said, yeah, that would be just she fine. He said, that would
0: be just fine.
1: <laughs> he said, claro que sí. Si. Claro que sí. Si. Claro como no, señora. Como no, señora.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. So you, you bought the, when you bought the land, was it? did you already have a vision for a winery and a bed and breakfast and, and all of that?
1: No, my husband really wanted to grow grapes. I really wanted to have horses and so um, we bought the land and then we looked at each other and we said, um, now what? Mm-hmm. And um, also, my friend said, you need, um, first of all, you need an agronomer, somebody who will plant your grapes. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe you should look for um, a winemaker first. You need a winemaker and you need a, somebody who is in, in charge of, of the grapes. Okay. Um, my husband, who um, has died, he was a banker in Orange County and sold, this is the time in the 80s when they had many uh, independent banks. Mm-hmm. Maybe you guys sure. are so young, you might not sure. remember. Yeah. And so we sold the bank and, um, uh, okay, so we need, yes, you need a, uh, uh, let's say, a winemaker. And my husband said, well, who is the best winemaker here, you know, around? Oh, that is... Um, Ugo de Costa is the mm. best winemaker around. Mm. Oh, he said, well, let me just have lunch with him then. You know, these bankers speak. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and the friends or the people that we know said, um, it's not all that easy. Hugo um, de Costa is the general manager of Santo Tomas, and he's really very, very busy. And we're sure, you know, he, he cannot um, be a winemaker my husband said, well, I'll just have lunch with him. him. So um, <laughs> my husband said to him, I think I was there. I can't really remember that. Um, I realized you can be a winemaker. Um, but maybe, where did you study? Uh, oh, in, in southern France. Oh, maybe somebody from your university, maybe. And so Hugo said, you know, I actually could find somebody for you, I'm sure. Give me five weeks and your phone number, and I'll call you. And um, fine, I gave him my phone number. And he called in, I think, five days. And I said, Ugo, you already found somebody? That's amazing. He said, no. <laughs> he said, it will be my honor and my pleasure to be your winemaker. Wine what? What? What happened? Yesterday, I left Santo Tomas, and I'm on my own.
2: <gasps> oh, wow. wow. Timing. Wow.
1: Amazing. Wow. So then we said, Ugo, what do we do now? <laughs> he says, now you need a... Um, uh, somebody who plants the the uh, an agronomer. An agron- well, who is the best? Ag- who is the best agronomer around here? Oh, there is a very good agronomer, but he'll never work for you because he works for the four wineries that are here, <laughs> and he is very very busy. I said, give me down, give me a chance. What's his name? What's his phone number? I t- tried to call a couple of times. No answer. No nothing. And I said, well, where does he hang out? I mean, I can find at the same time. And so somebody said, oh, Montecinique, where he also works, has a, a party, one of these big parties. Uh, on Saturday, I said, I want, I want a ticket. I am going there. i up, go. I thought probably everybody knows him, and blah, blah, blah. I walk in, all these fancy people from Mexico City, from Tijuana. And I asked two people that looked like maybe they were in mine. Never heard of him. I'm seeing all these people. There's no way I can find this person, so I'm a little bit down, and I'm walking around. I didn't know anybody walk around, and there was this a quest, like a, like a little hill where mm-hmm. the bathroom is in Montesanoik. And I'm looking up, and I see two people talking to each other a little bit more in work clothes, not not the other clothes. Mm-hmm. And I thought, you know, the guy to the left, that's him. And, and you, uh, yeah, uh huh. At sunset. Eh? Hello? Okay, this lady today. This lady. Um, do you know Jose Fernandez, the ingeniero? And so, ingeniero Fernando was there. He didn't want to just say yes to any old lady, you know, coming back. So he's looking at, and so the friend said, Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Sometimes
2: like, kids are in
1: here. here. <laughs> right, here. We're on the other side. And he jumped from that quest. I still remember because I thought, oh, my on, he's going to break an ankle. He'll never work for me. <laughs> <laughs> jumped, and um, I said, you know, I've heard a lot about you, and I really need you to run my vine- vineyard. And he said, it'll be my pleasure.
2: Oh my god! Right on the
1: spot. He's still with us.
2: Oh my god! Wow. this is he's the now he's now a director here.
1: Wow. Oh my. Yeah, you'll and probably is- meet him because he's oh around. My god. Isn't that amazing? It's
2: amazing. And, mm. and for the people oh, I, have one, and I
1: have one more story like that, and because then yeah. after that, everything was normal again. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I have a very good friend in Newport Beach who uh, is an architect. And so I'm telling him these stories, right, in his house. And he said, oh, well, now you need a house. Yeah. Yeah, I need a house. He says, well, um, I would like to design a house. I said, oh, no, Nasir. You know, I'm really picky where I want the outlets, where I want this mm-hmm. and that. You no, know, no. So it's just kind of the other way around, right? Yeah. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm telling him, you know, and he said, "You don't trust me."
0: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> build it, build it, go, go, do. And this is what he did.
0: Oh my! Uh, that was one of the questions yeah. I was going to ask: Is yeah. how did you come up with the vision? Who, who was the architect? Who built this beautiful? I mean, it's truly a beautiful it's property. Truly,
2: it's truly beautiful, and um, and and also private yes you know it's very it's private it's you don't know, you which is very nice and has there's it's part of the mystique too of of of, of 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 it so that I was just excited to be honest with you it's so many th- reasons why I was excited to meet you but being able to see the property and being able to meet you are you mm-hmm. know just it's it's uh the design <clears throat> Can you t- can you explain a little bit about the design of the home? What he thought. Uh, yeah. This
1: it- is more or less as he has told me, uh, a house that do that um, his his family somebody had in the Caspian Sea, mm. where mm. people from uh, his from Persia uh, obviously uh, from Tehran uh-huh. go for uh, maybe long weekends or an, or an, or in the summer vacation, uh-huh. but it's like for the whole family. You know how they yeah. all put the whole family together. Yeah, and. Uh, so this is what this is.
0: Well, and so how many um, how many rooms does it? We have six it, rooms. Six rooms,
1: right? Which I'm sure, and the Caspian Sea was for the family, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: Now, uh-huh. when
0: when it was built, did you build the whole thing, or did you add on to it no, the over whole the thing. years? the whole thing the whole thing. did mm-hmm. you always
2: know that it was going to be a bed and breakfast no
1: okay. not at all the, okay. the six rooms were for our friends for you guys and yeah. yes and right because there was nothing else yeah. so you, you needed a big dining room yeah. right? mm-hmm. and, a, and a big kitchen because there was nothing else and then I thought you know my friends and they could could sleep there um, but um, the friends and the family they, they came once maybe twice and that's pretty much it and then after a year or so People did come for the wine, and then you know we had to give them something to eat, and so, but there were no good roads, they were all dirt roads, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and people would drink a little bit, and it was not safe, yeah so I thought, oh we'll just make that into a, a place, a place to it? stay, mm-hmm. yeah. and we might as well make something like a little dining room into a little restaurant right. yeah. and um, so people you know I was really worried about people and dark yes. at night there were no lights mm-hmm. to leave maybe at 11 o'clock and yeah. that was not good Right,
2: yeah. right and you know what even though um, it has developed you know we, we, we hear this from every single one of our episodes that about how much it has changed you know it's still like that at night here though yeah. in that um, you know mm-hmm. uh, you have to have your dinner reservation mm-hmm. or you re- you know it's not like you can drive around with restaurants that are available no. in fact when the Sun sets you see all the beautiful stars.
1: Yes, oh, it's that beautiful. that feeling
2: is still here. Yes. Like where it could mm-hmm. it, sometimes it could seem like you're out. Yes, and you don't know where you're going to be. Very true. So it it really it puts you in a different state of mind, and that's what I think is so enchanting about Valle de Guadalupe is that you're not going to have that hustle and bustle. You're not going to be like at Napa or Sonoma, where right. you know you're going to be wine tasting, and then you've got a downtown village ready yes. to go. Um, so, I can imagine then yes that, that definitely is yes. people thought it was really an adventure, you know, mm-hmm. and they felt it felt
1: special to be here, of course it 's so different now because there's so many places oh. I, I still love it, like you, yeah, and I still look up in the skies, and the moon is incredible, the sunsets are incredible yeah. uh, that hasn 't changed, but yes, a lot more people, but that also is okay i mean that 's what life is all about, yeah. right yeah. you can 't just keep. What was?
0: You know, a lot of times we, we think back to our past, our childhood, yeah. the good old days, quote unquote. Um, but that's right, you know, Every, everything in life is change yeah. and we all adapt to it. Um, and yeah. Valle has grown tremendously. I mean, we've really only been coming to Valle de Guadalupe for six years. Mm-hmm. And we've seen the change just yes. in the six years. So yes. imagine yourself, yes. you know, 22 years, how much change there is. And you mentioning there's so many wineries now in the hundreds, um, whereas 22 years ago, there was only four or five.
1: And For the longest time, we were the only people that lived in the winery. You know, mm-hmm. everybody had wineries, but nobody mm-hmm. slept in the winery.
0: Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 Now, are you seeing that? Winemakers from you know Sonoma or Napa or Paso Robles are coming down to Valle de Guadalupe and and starting wineries here. Do you do you see yes, that? Yes, a few. Yeah. Uh,
1: what I noticed yesterday, yesterday um, the university here that uh, has a program for uh, sommeliers and for this mm. and for that, they had um, we we won a gold with our Gabriel, so they asked me to go and I went, and I just uh, really noticed. What were we talking about? I'm sorry. Um, um, the go ahead.
0: No, we were just talking about just the different um, how oh, it's yes. grown and everything. Because
1: there was, you know, a lot of people who won prizes mm-hmm. uh, were from um, from uh, California, mm. uh, Brazil, Argentina, uh, France. Uh, so I had never. I usually go every year to this event, and I never heard how many countries had just really participated it mm. doesn't mean that they live here but they certainly know and they mm-hmm. probably uh, we have every year more um, winemakers and agronomers that come from different universities and, mm. and try this out so it's yeah. much more international mm-hmm. and, uh, and I think I was telling you that um, we got a 90 in the wine spectator yeah. uh, yesterday or the day before and it when you think of um, the winemakers or the owners I, I don't think there was was really one person that was born in Mexico and grew up in Mexico and had been here all the time. There are all people from outside that now believe that the, you know I became Mexican. I'm sure the olddads so were all Mexicans, but not uh by birth, by mm-hmm. birth.
2: yes right. right right and there are yeah well, there's so
0: many different um you know Russian Italian yeah. folks from the Netherlands, yes. you know just all French. different people from different parts of the world that have come here and started wineries. Yeah.
2: Um, which wine uh, is the one that was, um, the wine that was in uh, the Wine Spectator? Is it Gabriel. Gabriel. The, the Gabriel. Gabriel. Yeah, no, this
1: mm. is a Rosado, this yeah. is a Rosé, yeah. and the Gabriel um, uh, won the, uh, or uh, um, had 90, 90 points. And the Gabriel, and, and yes, the... they also got the gold, at the university. So Gabriel must
2: be pretty good. And in Gabriel is a which varietal?
1: It's we all our, our wines are mixed as a mix. Blends. We don't have nice. our whites are just one varietal, but our, our reds are um, all different varietals. Mm. Oh, wonderful.
0: And you mentioned uh, earlier today that there were four female winemakers yes. that made that wine yes. spectator yes. list yes. that's right
1: winemaker or owners because i'm not a winemaker yeah. but i count myself in. <laughs> sure sure
2: sure Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's pretty neat yes 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 because it is your team it was your vision absolutely and you guys and you've you said yourself that you know it's you have 60 people yes you have three people that uh that you know, think about the process yes. and the execution. So yes, of course,
1: and you And you know, these four women are all very good friends. This mm-hmm. is the other thing that is so really? wonderful. That's I couldn't neat. believe it. I just was yesterday when they told me, "Wow, you know, this is so amazing."
2: Yeah.
0: You know, Gabriel. I I, I get the sense you know from talking mm-hmm. to different people that live in in Valle de Guadalupe, that the community is a very tight-knit community. And we interviewed uh, Anna Orta from Mm -hmm. Terra del Valle, Mm -hmm. not too far from here. (laughs)
1: Um,
0: I don't know, it was sometime earlier this year, And she was mentioning that you guys had a love for horses, and you guys, but... We used to
1: ride for years She was
0: mentioning that. She said that you guys rode horses, and and that's where I really kind of got the sense that it was a tight-knit community, because she was talking about all the different people. She talked about Hugo. She talked about you, and... Um, Javier Placentia. Yes, Javier okay,
1: came in, and boy, all of a sudden we had chefs coming in. Yeah, he was the first really worldwide chef that came, and then brought, of course, um, his friends and his friends and his friends. And so now we have, yeah. you know, the people that uh, have the uh, programs on television from this chef and that yeah. chef. And um, yeah. I think it was about three weeks ago. I had Gordon Ramsay here, and you know, That's wow. right. You yeah. know, people really, you know, you come and and and. Um, people that I hadn't seen in a long time when I lived in, in, in maybe in LA or in San Francisco and went to these places and mm-hmm. now um, when when I was so proud when a um, you know when a, a chef or something said to me this is about like thirty years ago oh hello not knowing my name of Thanks. course and who now come to my house and <laughs> it's such a pleasure you are I'm going wow how That's life amazing. can change how life know? can
2: change
0: that is great yeah. so uh, on the food side. Um, when did you see that that change? As far as a lot of restaurants coming in, like
1: I think, and you and you mentioned his name. I think when Javier Plasencia mm-hmm. came here, mm-hmm. of course he's from Tijuana, mm-hmm. and uh, when he came here, he was the one who who changed it all. Because then uh, Drew Deckman came, mm-hmm. and then Roberto came, and then oh, the Tregalline came, and these are all from places uh, where they were uh, um, well well received Mm -hmm. and uh, they came here and stayed and that Mm -hmm. was just really wonderful.
0: Yeah, we've been to a few of those Deckmans and we've been to Javier's uh, restaurant as well. Um,
1: and David, the, of course, in Bruma. Oh, my God, it's, just, oh. It's, so, it's so famous. And all these people from Mexico City, they, yeah. they have to go to Bruma. And yeah. it, it's true, he's really, it's a fabulous chef. Yeah. And all these chefs are just amazing. And they decided to stay in the valley. It's just Isn't pretty it amazing. Great? Yeah. It,
0: it, it's so great. Every time we come, we see something new uh-huh. in, in uh, Valle. And it, that's part of the charm of it, I think, for us, is that there is, there's so much to see. And even though we've been coming for six years, we haven't even scratched the surface as far as wineries for, to visit.
2: There's something for, for everybody. Yeah. Because really, like, you know, and, and, and really, truly, that's what I love about it. You know, if you are somebody that doesn't have the budget to to stay, um, you know, in, in, in a, a high-end place or go to these dinners, you know, they have, like, these cool glamp, glamping now uh, it really is it's like you can it's for everybody mm-hmm. it's that's
1: for, exactly what i like so much yeah. it, it,
2: It's it's truly yeah what what you would like whatever you want yes you know to you know you can bring a you can take a ho- helicopter here yes. if you'd like yeah. um, i have
1: um a place for for helicopters yep. so oh. they do come mm-hmm. um, but wow. we also have lots of people who come walking sure you know, on their bikes on mm-hmm. their motors yeah and uh I don't like the motor so much here, but they go to the food truck, mm-hmm. which, of course, yeah, belongs yeah. to us. We, we, um, we have
2: to talk about the food the, truck. The food oh, truck okay. is amazing. <laughs> yes. But when
0: you say, the, uh, you know, on bike, when we were at Terra there. del Valle, we took bikes mm-hmm. over here. Yes. You know, because it's not too far. And, no. it's, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, outrun a dog chasing exactly. you. But that's okay. It's part yes. of the fun.
2: <laughs> when we came in here, when we were coming, coming in, I told Dominic, I said, this is my favorite place. In the valley to stay. Um,
0: this, this like the this region of the valleys, right? Region, yeah. This mm-hmm. region
2: was just my favorite. It's and he said it's the way you're more comfortable. And I said I just I really like it. I love all the wineries. I like the fact that if you are active, that you really can you, you ride your bicycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a workout because these are dirt roads. Yes. Um, it's a great workout, mm-hmm. you know. And you can you know uh, drive around the properties. There's great food. Um, the food truck, which yeah, what a great success that food it truck! Is. Oh, my, I mean, mm. that was one of my questions: Is did you anticipate that it would be what well, it? Well, it was
1: one of those things. Leda, who uh, runs the place, uh, is a good friend of mine. She used to have a wonderful wine bar in Cancun, mm. Mm. and um, that's why I knew her. And um, uh, as you know, I go to these places all the time. And tried to sell wine. And um, I would end up with... We became good friends. She did very well. And then you probably remember some years ago, more than anywhere else in, in Cancun, where the hotels started with the plastic bracelets, all inclusive. Oh, oh, oh okay. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was like in one month, nobody came to her wine bar anymore because they could get everything for free at their local hotels. Yeah. Mm. And it was just... She called me, she said... Who would have ever thought? And she said, "You know, can I come? Can we do something?" I said, "Anything." Like she was devastated, really. And uh, I knew I had to say something quickly because, you know, this what what she always had wanted to do. She is a sommelier. She knows. She she's a fabulous woman, very very good businesswoman. And I said, "Later, whatever you want. I have enough room. You are very smart. Whatever." She says, "I'd like to do a food truck." I said to run around and go, no, 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 that stays at this
2: place. I mm. said, it's yours,
1: it's, it's all. Oh, it's, when did that When It did that happened start? about
2: maybe seven years ago.
1: Seven years ago, okay. Yes.
2: It's, the food is incredible, really. Uh, and
1: it's so good, it's inexpensive. So good. Yeah. She has, um, on Mondays, um, people that work in wineries, um, you have a special, a, a special lunch, and which costs practically nothing. So it, it's very well thought out. Yeah, and um, she's just with it. She's my best friend, and uh-huh. I'm very very happy.
2: Well, congratulations, because really, it's um, you know for any anybody that's listening, that food truck it comes up and yeah. and as one of the top f- food period. Yeah, take away the truck, it is the, uh, up there in the you know the top best places to eat in the whole entire valley.
0: You know, a lot of people will ask us for recommendations yes. on places to go, and we always say. Go to, you know, your food doable. truck for lunch. It's, it's not great. not going
1: to cost an arm
2: and a leg. Yeah,
0: yeah, exactly. And that's always nice. <laughs> it is
2: always nice. And it's <laughs> a big trend, the food trucks. And yes, and, and is... she
1: uh, does mostly Spanish tapas and mm-hmm. this and that, and, 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 and it's wonderful.
2: Wait, we have a funny story about the first time we came to the food truck. We came here, um, we, we tend to like to come to the, to the valley during the weekday normally when there's not a lot of, because we like to explore bikes, we were like little kids, you know, driving around everywhere, wanting to know. And you kind of have the place to yourself during the weekday a lot of the times. And we came here and I think it was for lunch during the weekday. And there, I think it was a, uh, I think it was a, a company, like a cell phone company out of Mexicali that brought their, all their employees. There oh, yeah. Because they Probably it was probably like a sales thing. It seemed like they they won an award. Their their team won won an award. They won the trip. Yeah. So they came here on a little bus and they were, it's all young people, Mm -hmm. like a lot of millennials. Yes. And, remember they were crying they were they were crying yeah makes me want to cry just thinking about it they were so excited oh how beautiful Did you have to yeah. see that do you remember that we were yeah, and it was we fun. were like laughing we were like are those young men they were they were they, they, they were moved to tears because yeah. they were recognized Yeah, they were, they were being celebrating recognized in such yes. a great place That's and they were wonderful like, this is the life yeah oh that's beautiful yeah. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah thank you for sharing that love stories like mm-hmm. that yeah,
0: yeah. and, and yeah. we we even had a guest uh dine with us that day a oh, beautiful yeah. little doggy
2: who was here <laughs> who was here, uh-huh. who was the here? Dog that's, uh, it's a girl she has a pink i think it's a girl she's uh-huh. always at the food truck yeah <laughs> i don't know if it's the
0: just hanging out yeah hanging out yeah um yeah, so we did want to ask you about um, you know the fires that happened a couple couple weeks ago. Um, how close, you know, as we were driving to uh, Valle de Guadalupe today, you know, going through La Misión, really when you hit Rosarito, you started seeing it, and then you went through La Misión and you saw there was a lot of damage there. Did the fires come down to Valle de Guadalupe?
1: I wasn't here. I was in, in Los Cabos, oh. but. Um... Uh, the winemaker and I left on a, I think, a Thursday morning. And uh, as we're at the airport in Tijuana, we hear that they closed the road. So it was just, And then we came back on Saturday, and they had just opened the road. So I just mm. really wasn't there. But of course, I heard so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it came pretty close because, you know, um, the, the Indians who live on top, mm-hmm. I had a lot. It's very, very Aww. sad. And then, um las nubes, um, yeah. which is so close by everybody was fighting there, and here um it was pretty much like one kilometer from yeah. here, huh. they, yeah. they were all fighting wow,
2: wow,
0: wow. yeah, and it, you know the the firefighters I mean, they worked their tails off,, yeah. um, and uh you know we we're, we're following it on social media uh-huh. and everything, and just really worried yes. and then we heard that La Mission had a lot of damage and everything so and
1: i'm sure you drove the same road that we did on saturday um, where you see burn out cars and it yeah. just oh it just it, and even uh, i'm still coughing from it i think yeah. from how uh,
2: bad the uh, the air was the air, mm. air quality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: yeah and it was very very sad mm-hmm. yeah mm.
2: well the good thing is is that there were some areas that Especially along the coast, where it was like the houses were missed, you could kind of see that it went yes. through. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was like I a like a blessing. And I and I said, well, it was clearly it it, it followed the brush, yes. whatever the brush was. So you can tell it's the parts of a property that you are yeah. the most unkept. So it just kind of followed that yes. along. And I couldn't believe. It. I'm like, do you see the hillside? Everything but the homes. So. While there was there was some devastation, it's incredible oh, yes. the yes. amount of of homes that were saved. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was incredible. Yes.
0: Yeah, and as you're as we were coming down through Rosarito and getting to La Misión, you the fire came down. I mean, to the this, road. This, to the road. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and and that that free road is, I mean, just a stone's throw from the water. I mean, that's how close it is to the Pacific Ocean. Yeah. Came all the way down. So. Obviously, there was a lot of people that were working really hard to to keep that, that fire from some thing. structures.
1: Everybody got together. We mm-hmm. were in the middle of um, our harvest. Mm-hmm. And, oh, you know, yeah. we had all our grapes out there on the machine. We couldn't send anybody because we would lose half of our harvest. Oh. And so uh, what the kitchen people did, and um, I think the food truck and, and, and the restaurant here, they just made sandwiches and sandwiches and water and water, and we had... Um, cars going up and down uh, to the Indian Reservation. And uh, that's all we could do. And I I felt so bad because I said, well, who of our people went? Nobody. But all of of our people, the kitchen and all this, they went. But not the people that had to stay because Mm -hmm. it was a hot day. And and it would have been the end of our our season. Mm -hmm. It would be the end of our wine of this year.
2: Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that there was an Indian reservation. Are the is it an Indian? Uh, it, it, so it's um, is it hillside? Is it, what? is it on the hill? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, you go up there. Wow. Mm-hmm. So it, that's where the fires really yes. destroyed uh-huh. the Indian right. reservation. Yes. Dang it! Yeah. Mm. Wow. Well, you know the good thing is is that, again, in my opinion, there are were definitely a lot of homes that were saved and. Uh, You know, you can really tell that there is a lot of care in the way that every all the property properties are maintained. Whereas if you look at the fires in northern California that just come in and just devastate everything. It's just unbelievable. Yes. It it really, you know, they, you know. Seems like
0: some of the brush around some of the homes was already taken away. Yes. To to keep that. You know, yes. f- potential fires from coming in. Absolutely. absolutely,
2: absolutely, because they say that uh, you know, Trump. I think during last year's fires, had you know, I, I think there was some criticism. He criticized the state of California and the way that uh, that was handled. Exactly, that is what he says. The rake, raking process is, you have to kind of rake sure. away your your brush, and thought that maybe California needs to do that. That's something that is a a. a what Europeans do is kind of contain some of that dry brush. Clearly that that's happened here. You could see it. You can really see like, how is it that a fire can go right through and miss all the homes? And I think it is that containment of the brush and, and dry, uh, you yeah. Know, yeah. And whatnot.
0: Yeah. Um, well, it was
2: devastating, but it could have been worse. Yeah, it
0: could have mm-hmm. been worse. Yeah, for sure. Um, What's next for Adobe Guadalupe?
1: Adobe Guadalupe. Um, well, we're, you know, we have maybe 23 Azteca horses mm-hmm. and that were all born here mm-hmm. and um, are now at an age. Born, boy, born yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. They're born here? Yes, all of them. Hmm. So that we could um, finally actually do um, maybe some wonderful things with them. We're, you know, now I hired this wonderful person from Mexico City. And um, they did flamenco. I think um, last Saturday was the last mm. <clears throat> last time they did a uh, an event. And uh, with the guitars and the whole thing. And mm. uh, so now this morning I just had a meeting about what are we going to do with the horses next. So um, we used to take the horses when you talk to Anaota all in the mountains. Mm -hmm. Now we can't anymore because there's no cars everywhere. But um, so we use um, our land. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I would like to do more with that. And -hmm. and Erika, who is now living with us, uh, is excited. And I don't want to push her too much because I get too excited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, see what we can do with these beautiful horses. Um, what else? How many more? Like 23. 23.
2: Mm. Now, um, in order, to, or, or how, how can, um, the people, uh, stay on, the, you know, be notified or, uh, will you, do you have, uh, your website that you you utilize to communicate yes. upcoming events, um, things like that? Yeah,
1: um. a little bit like that. And then, you know, um, people that go to the store will hear about this later, who will help me. And then, um... Mm-hmm. Francisco who has the restaurant down here, mm-hmm. and because I don't want you know too many people here, yes. you'd like to um, keep a little bit the way it is, and so I'm going slowly, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, but but very well. And um, with the the wine, I started um, not so long ago: um, tequila and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. mezcal. Oh, I didn't know that.
2: I didn't know that either.
1: My tequila is very famous. Is it?
2: Oh. <laughs> and now, what is it called? Tia Tula.
1: Tia
0: Okay. Wow. Oh. And do you sell it in the store?
1: Yes. Okay.
2: Oh, yeah. wow. You probably have
1: to ask for it because it goes very fast. Oh. Mm. And um, I make it uh, a little bit soft. I don't like tequila when it uh, goes mm. like this. Yeah. So I lowered the percentage of alcohol, I think, 2%. Mm. And I put tequila for 30 days in a barrel of our best wine. So the color is like maybe a little like copper, mm. and okay. uh, it's really delicious. Oh. I'll let you try it. Ooh. Tía Tula. Tía Tula. Tía oh, Tula. Wow. And it has a, um, it has a slogan. Mm. The slogan is, Escoger, no. Elegir es mejor que ser elegido. Oh. So to choose T- is better than to be chosen. Mm. It's helped me a lot in my life. Mm. And so... Um, I'm not going to make any more things, but we have beer and uh, so. You
0: make beer too? No. Oh. Uh,
1: Wendland, Wendland makes it for us. Oh, okay. It's yeah. a little bit special, a little bit mm-hmm. different than their beer, it's in our bottles and things like that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adriana, in one of her trips, she came down with a, a girlfriend of hers, and they went and uh, ate it. At is it chamura? Chamullo. Chamuro. Chamuyo. The huh? yeah, Argentinians. And, yeah, it
2: was great empanadas. And they had
0: empanadas, Amazing. and and she had a, a wen, Wendland, like a pear beer. Yes. And she said they it make was great. They good
2: beers. So good, and it was yeah, it was it was a a, a great little stop. We were we were uh, my girlfriend and I were riding bikes. Again, I just thought that was such a fun experience, like riding your bikes, working out, and you get to see the winery. have a little wine. Have a (laughs) little, yeah, you're, I mean, technically, I guess you could consider it drinking and driving, but. (laughs) Drinking and riding. Yeah, drinking and riding, and it was just a great, that's a great stop in between wine tasting. Well, um,
0: before we let you go, I wanted you to tell a story that you told to us um, before we started recording about giving back to the community and, and what you've done um, with you. would mentioned you'd given some money to help you know, some of the, the homeless population.
1: We didn't record that.
0: No, no, I don't no, think we recorded we that part. Oh, that was before. Okay, yeah, that was just it is us.
1: one of the things that I'm you know, doing to give yeah. back, really, to yes. the community. Yes. Yeah. But um, this is something where everybody helps. We have a, a fiesta once a year, a cena de gala, where we have a famous chef come. Mm-hmm. And um, we ask maybe 28 wineries to donate, I think it's um, 20 liters of their wine. Uh, so we all collect that. And then um, Daniel Lohnbeck, my winemaker, sees what goes together. And so th- they make lots. And that goes on the um, on, on the auction, right? Mm. And during the dinner that we have. And uh, I think we put in a, um, uh, a barrel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so that's, that's the end. That's it. Oh. And so we make a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And we um, usually choose... I check with everybody, Mm -hmm. Uh, give the money away. And this year we had, just I think a few days ago, um, we gave $15,000 to the Tercera Edad, the people Mm -hmm. over 60 where children cannot, um, don't have enough money to help their parents and where the government uh, is out of it because maybe they worked in, in strange places mm-hmm. and uh, they were sleeping um, on the streets mm-hmm. of Ensenada. You don't see people sleeping in the streets of Ensenada because um, the, the Catholic Church, and it's a special part of the, the Catholic Church, goes every night and picks these people up and brings oh. them to a place wow. where they sleep in a bed and can take a shower mm-hmm. and actually have some coffee mm-hmm. uh, in, in the morning. Shelter. Yeah, mm, yeah. That's so the nice. first shelter and the rest of the money, we have more money. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, dedicate to the park, to so the local park, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, we just renew the kiosk, the kiosk, mm-hmm. and uh, start again with the water and, and the lights and and, mm-hmm. and the whole mm-hmm. thing like that. Yeah. Uh, so it's good. So we were just chosen um, in in Mexico. It was the first winery. Uh, for the social um the socials I forget what outreach. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yep. Right. Yep. So and, just um, great. That's, that's a big a deal. Great. And that's so we can deal. put actually a little sticker on our Hawaii that that's there. a big we're deal. A part of that. It is a big deal. That's a big mm-hmm. congratulations. So, thank you. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. very that's good. A big deal. So it feels that um like but all of us, you know, we're all working for this. I mean, I might have thought of this, but I talked to my friends and I tell you, everybody helps us. Like with the fires, I wasn't there, unfortunately, but everybody was helping in their own way. Uh, like I said, it felt so bad. We didn't have people out there with shovels, but we did have people with hundreds of of hundreds um, of botanos and, mm-hmm. and water yeah. for the people to, mm. to drink. And so um, I, I think I'm a little bit known for that, to make sure that what we, what we can do um, for the people. We have all these fiestas, you know in, in mostly in uh, in August. And I was thinking years ago that would be all very nice. you have to pay for they expensive, that the people who are actually working in the field couldn't go to these parties because mm-hmm. it's too expensive. Mm-hmm. So we do an incredible party for them. I think it's in two weeks. For the people that work and have worked in the field, yes. they come to the park and uh, we have what people like very much. We have enormous pressure pans and disc and kind of, like big, big, huge, um, uh, huge things to give away and uh, so to a place where they don't have to pay and where um, they feel at home because they they see all their friends that also work Mm -hmm. out in the fields.
2: Nice.
0: Well, thank you for doing all of that. That's really cool that you you give back to the community like that. I do, but
1: I couldn't do it by myself. Mm -hmm. And I tell you here, Mm -hmm. everybody helps. Mm -hmm.
2: Well, there's one thing that that we hear over and over in all of our episodes, in all of our visits, is that one of the things that makes Baja California Valle de Guadalupe special is the people, and everybody says that. It really is the people and the people helping each other, and that's what started this podcast was yeah. the people and the places. Of-
0: yeah, that's what we. That, that's really the only reason I mentioned it to you in the yes. beginning. It, it's the reason we started the podcast was to introduce the places and the people of Baja yeah. um, to people that maybe have never been or they have come. Curious. but. Yeah they're just curious so yeah. um so we we really thank you very yes. much for your time today it was great meeting you and um congratulations on all your success yes.
1: thank, you. thank you thank you for you. asking me and thank you for um for to come here and see what we're doing and thank you for um feeling what it, what we're doing here you know and it's just mm-hmm. all it's it, it's wonderful it's, it's one of these places you know where people used uh, to go years and years and years ago and um, and then it's also so modern you know the kind of food that we offer and the fresh from the from the ocean and, uh, and and to mix it and to add the wine to it uh, it's all unbelievable and wonderful and people who are into that. Uh, good food, good wine, are usually very jolly people mm-hmm. and, right. and hardworking because they would like the best oyster or they would like the best wine, mm-hmm. and that costs money, also, of course, and so they're willing to work, but they're willing to party as well. Work hard and Yes, and I think you guys fit in this this <laughs> story very, very well. Yeah. That's correct. Well, very thank well. you very, so thank very you. much,
0: and um, we will see you soon.
1: Hasta so. Bye bye. Bye. Voz
2: de la guitarra mía, al despertar la mañana quiere cantar su alegría a mi tierra.